Aloha. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Welcome to The Body Show. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but none of what we discuss replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. Have we cured polio yet? You know, I seem to think that we thought we did, but there are still cases of polio out there. And today we're going to talk about some exciting work that is being done by the Rotary Club and by one of my very own colleagues at Straub Medical Center, Dr. James Hamm. He's joined by Dr. Richard Corson, who is the District 5000 Hawaii Rotary Polio Plus Chair, and Josh Laguana. He is the past president of the Rotary Club of Hickam Pearl Harbor. And we're going to talk about some exciting ways that we can all get involved to make sure that we can finally eradicate polio, if possible, and help to prevent people from getting this infection that really can be life-altering. So I want to thank all of you for joining me today on the on the Body Show. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Now, polio. Dr. Corson, I thought it was gone. I'm wrong. What's happening out there? Well, polio is 99.9% gone from the world. And as you uh, may recall from back in the time when I was small, there was a big polio outbreak back in the 50s. And then the Salk vaccine came around and seemed like it cured it. So for most of us in this country, polio does seem like something of the past. But unfortunately, there are still three countries left in the world that had the live polio virus, Nigeria, Pakistan, and Afghanistan. And Nigeria hasn't had a wild polio virus outbreak in three years. So they're almost declared not a country with wild polio virus. But Afghanistan and Pakistan, yes, two hard countries to get into, to immunize, and to take care of the problem. Do you think that some of the political things that have been going on in the world in those locations might have something to do with the fact that they, these two countries in particular, both Afghanistan and Pakistan, still do have polio outbreaks? Yes, of course, because uh, the geography, first of all, it's a difficult country to get around in. Uh, the healthcare systems are not really what we have in our country. And the political situation, as you say, there's a lot of skirmishes there. So we have lots of problems, lots of issues we have to deal with there. But, you know, we cured all of India. That was a country that people said couldn't be cured of polio, but we did it. And we will do it with Pakistan and Afghanistan also. Are there Rotary Clubs over there that are helping? Yes, there are. There's Rotary Clubs. But you see, Rotary is is um, also joined with World Health Organization and others, not the least of which is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is providing a lot of funding for this. So we have a lot of partners. We have a lot of support. We have a lot of experience now. This has been going on for almost 40 years. So we have a lot of experience on how to do this, how to get to the children, how to get it done. Do you think if we were able to eradicate polio from these other locations, could we use this as a model to look at some of the other potentially curable diseases that we could eradicate as well? Absolutely. That's exactly right. And that's why we say polio plus, because that's what the plus is. The plus is using this model to take care of other diseases that we see that we can do that once we cure the world of polio. Only one other disease has ever been cured from the world totally, and that's smallpox. So polio will be number two. And then we tackle another one. But, you know, what we have to do also is to get people's confidence, 
recognizing that we can we are the good people we are helping them and also giving them clean water sanitation things which will prevent other diseases from occurring and we we're learning how to do that now and that's why we've spent so much money and and put in so much money into this uh effort so it's really not just about vaccinating it's about looking at how the disease is transmitted but also what are the other needs of that community that could potentially thwart our efforts to eradicate polio, but also have effects on their community at large. Absolutely. Dr. Ham, how did you get involved in all of this? Uh, I got involved with Rotary the last time we were on air back in 2015. Uh, we were trying to help out uh, the Nepal earthquake relief, and uh, a friend suggested I join a Rotary club to help, and I've been with it since. I think these international projects are kind of what drive me uh, into Rotary, and at the same time, um, learning about you know the efforts that polio's um, that Rotary is doing with polio, uh, but there's also a lot of interconnectivity. You know, we, you know, um, Dr. Rich mentioned also, you know, the water sanitation hygiene project, which is a passion for me. You know, that's how I got involved with it, and the connection of how polio actually is transmitted through the oral fecal route, and seeing some of these uh, vaccine-derived polio outbreaks, which are kind of little, little kind of you know instances of uh, polio kind of coming out by oral fecal transmission, and that's because it's a live uh, uh, vaccine, I guess, oral polio vaccine is actually a live vaccine, and that gets, unfortunately, gets uh, sent in through the fecal route, and then it gets somehow mutated and turns into a small little outbreak, which is uh, usually, uh, you know, put down with um, um, an, a higher, higher, I guess, um, um, by identifying exactly, it first, correct, yeah, exactly. and then I saying, hey, this Thanks. might be from the vaccination, exactly. and here's a way that we can help prevent it. We still vaccinate now. So people still, you know, babies get polio vaccinations. And if you are traveling to a country for which there is a concern, there is a recommendation from the CDC to get your own update, even if you think you're protected, that if you're going to Afghanistan, if you're going to Pakistan, or even if you're going to Nigeria, make sure that your immunizations are up to date and do get an adult update of those vaccines not just polio, but also these days we've even had measles outbreaks. So people are getting measles, mumps, rubella vaccination as well to try and help prevent them from being exposed, catching the disease, and then spreading it to other people. Yeah, and, it, and we just want to make it clear that uh, in the States, we actually use a, a, a dead vaccine. It's an injection. And so we haven't been using that since, I believe, 1999. And I guess uh, the, the next step of this would be to then transition from the live oral polio vaccine to a know, the same thing we're using here, which is an injection. Is there a reason why we haven't? I mean, I think I got the oral polio. I remember the little the little dropper and, you know, you had to, it was, it actually tasted kind of good, but it was a vaccine. So it made it easy because storage and other ways that you could get it. Is that one of the reasons why we have not been able to use the inactivated vaccine elsewhere? And that, that's exactly right. Well, it doesn't taste good and it's a shot and kids don't like shots. And I, honestly, adults don't like shots. I've been spending my day trying to get people to get the flu shot today, and not everybody's into that, and I don't like needles. And you could be, you know, 75 and still feel that way, and I hear that as well. So it is something to be concerned about. Now, Josh Laguana, you're the past president of the Rotary Club of Hickam at Pearl Harbor and Pearl Harbor. How, what is your involvement with trying to help eradicate polio? So our club is one of the newest clubs in the district, and we were chartered two years ago. And we were a bunch of new Rotarians that wanted wanted a way to get involved in the community. And when Dr. Ham suggested that we do a intergroup 
activity. Um, I really wanted to step up for that and help promote World Polio Day. So intergroup activity. So this is not just one Rotary Club. This is all the Rotary Clubs, not even just in the United States. International Polio. Is it Eradication Day that's October 24? Uh, it's po- World Polio Day. World Polio Day. Well, I'm going to just add World Polio Eradication. I want to <laughs> add that word in there. Just take that international because that's really our goal is to get rid of the polio virus so that right. people do not have to suffer from the consequences of it. What does what does polio do, Dr. Ham? So polio actually is a virus, like we mentioned earlier, it's spread by poor sanitation, and it's actually what it does is it infects the um, the, the the brain and the nerve tissue. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen photos, but again, it was before my time. You know, I'm, I just turned forty this year, and it's kind of great to say that I've never experienced a, a polio. Have had my classmates or anything like that. But I know some of us have. You know, we had things like the iron lung, which was used for people who couldn't breathe because the the, the muscles in their um, their lungs weren't actually able to help them breathe. And, uh, you know, people were wearing braces. You know, I think, uh, was it Forrest Gump that uh, had those braces? I think we can remember that from the movies, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, but just, uh, you know, it's just something that we're very fortunate to have. And, you know, so the, the fun kind of thing about our event on Thursday, October 24th, is called Sing So They Could Dance. It's a, it's a, it's a karaoke event, and uh, we're hoping that uh, we can actually sing some songs and we can let the people, uh, you know, kids and people who normally wouldn't be able to walk or dance do that. That sounds like an inspirational event and something we will talk about when we come right back. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here in the studio. You're listening to The Body Show, and we're talking about why it is still important and imperative for all of us to work together to support the efforts to eradicate polio. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about a sing so they can dance event, and I'm going to challenge Dr. Ham. I wonder if he's going to Sing and dance. You never know. Luckily for him, it's radio. We'll be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, and I'm here today with a group of fantastic folks who are helping to eradicate polio internationally. We have Dr. James Hamm, one of my colleagues at Straub Medical Center in the emergency room. We have Dr. Richard Corson, dentist extraordinaire, and he is from District 5000 in Hawaii, the Rotary Polio Plus Chair. And the Polio Plus means we want to eradicate not just polio, but anything else out there that potentially could be targeted that we could help with the health of people, not just here at home, but internationally as well. And we have Josh Laguana. He's the past president of the Rotary Club of Hickam Pearl Harbor. And all of them are working together really diligently to help us celebrate World Polio Day, which I have just boldly put in world eradication of polio in there, change the title of the day just for just because I wanted to, and really trying to work to help all of us to recognize that there are still areas of the world where polio is a problem. And if you think that's too far away, it won't affect you, it will. And it will affect other innocent children and adults that invariably we are a global community and we need to care about 
the opportunities for having a healthy life for every single one of us in it. Now, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about what polio does. And Dr. Ham, you mentioned the old pictures of the iron lung, which I agree I've just seen in photos. And I never want to see actually still being used in person because it just seems to be such a devastating consequence to have for folks. Dr. Corson, you mentioned when you were younger, you recall having an outbreak of polio in the 50s and hearing about this and being there as a firsthand witness to some of the things that can happen when there is an outbreak of polio. Do you remember getting your vaccine? I sure do. And just like with you, I had it on a sugar cube. Oh, and it tasted pretty good. good. Let's get you know? a flu so, shot so, on a sugar yeah, cube, I mean, you, so, know? you know? Nobody was really complaining about the vaccine at that time when it was a, when it was a drop. Uh, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, back in those days, people were just scared to death because they really had no idea what was causing the disease, why some people got it, other people didn't. There was absolutely, it didn't just affect the poor, it didn't just affect this group or that group, it affected almost anybody, and it was scary for all people at that time. They closed the swimming pools. Sometimes they would close the movie theaters if there was an outbreak in your town. People just stayed in because nobody knew if this was an airborne thing or what was causing this. So it was scary at that time. But because of our health system at the time and because of Jonas Salk and the vaccine which he developed, within 20 years, our country was polio-free. But it took 20 years. So you can imagine in a country like Afghanistan and Pakistan that doesn't have that kind of a health care system, it takes a while to get the job done. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, I think it's very interesting, is that if all eradication efforts stop today, within 10 years, polio could paralyze as many as 200,000 children each year. Wow. That's why it's so important that we continue with the polio immunization in our country as well as the rest of the world. And with that being said, why do we still get vaccinated seems like a silly question because there is the potential that if we weren't diligent and careful, this could come back. And, you know, all it takes is one person coming into our country from someplace where polio is active and bringing that virus with them. I mean, it's not going to cause a big outbreak. Why? Because most all of us have had polio immunization. We've almost all had the polio uh, drops or shots or whatever. And so the chances of a big outbreak is very small for our country. But if we stop immunizing today, 10 years from now, you're going to have a lot of children that are very susceptible to polio. Well, and I also wonder, as we've learned from other previous experiences, Will the vaccination hold up with immunity if the herd immunity concept is not coming true? So, you know, herd immunity means that everyone around you is immune, so the likelihood of you getting exposed is pretty low. But if the level of of immunity is moderate or even if it is high, but your personal immunity is low, you can still get that. And then you can expose kids before they're even able to get vaccinated to that very same virus. So it does affect each and every one of us. And all you have to do is do a little internet search on measles because that's one of those conditions for which there have been a lot of people who have not kept up with vaccination. And there are people here in the islands who have 
been exposed to it because someone came from another country or they went to another country and brought it back or they're not immunized. And these are reasons why the public health system is set up to make sure that we can protect people as much as possible. Now, Josh, there's a lot of efforts going on with the different Rotary Clubs. You mentioned yours is one of the newer ones. What are some of the events that are taking place, and how could somebody be part of that if they felt as passionate as the three of you clearly do about trying to eradicate polio? So on Thursday, October 24th, it's World Polio Day all over the world. And so what we're doing here in Hawaii is doing that karaoke event, which is called Rotoroki, Sing So They Can Dance. Rotoroki. Rotoroki. That is a brand new word. I like it. Rotoroki. And there's other things going on throughout the world. There are people that are having parties, um, watching parties. There is a international event where our Rotary um, international right. chair is going to be talking about the efforts that Rotary is doing for polio. Um, there's going to be fundraisers happening throughout the world, um, especially here in Hawaii. We have that one on Thursday, October 24th. Rotoroki. Rotoroki. And then there's going to be another event happening later this that week. Um, Actually, earlier that week. Earlier on the, week. the 20th, the Sunday before that, there's going to be Strike Out Polio. Strike it's Out Polio. It's going to be a bowling event at IAA Bowl. And uh, there are going to be, again, a group of Rotary Clubs uh, participating in this. But anyone who's interested in bowling is welcome to mm -hmm. contact any Rotarian to find out about the strikeout polio That's at right. IA Bowl on Sunday, the 20th of and then, October. And for Thursday, what we're doing is we're inviting anyone that is interested about learning about polio, learning about Rotary, and coming meeting us at Nocturnal Lounge at Restaurant Row starting at 4.30, and it is ages 18 and older. We have Rotarians like ourselves. We have our college-age Rotarians, which are called Rotaractors, um, that are coming, and they will be having a photo booth raising money for polio. They'll also be doing some type of video game contest. Um, and w like Mr. Or Dr. Ham said, we're going to be having a karaoke contest as well. So it's $20. So we have uh, a website, which we'll be happy to give you, where anybody can uh, participate by just going to the website purchasing their ticket for $20, showing up at 4.30 or anytime thereafter until about 9, 9.30 that evening. And college October kids, 24th. college students will get tickets for $15. So if you're a rotor educator, what? Rotoractor. Rotoractor, okay. I've got to get this all together. Okay, so if you're a Rotoractor and you're a college student, you could also participate. You get a little student discount. And, you know, this is really silly, but I just couldn't mention it because – I feel old now. Uh, there's really good parking because that's one of the questions that always occurs to me is, where am I going to park? Where am I going to park? So I do know that there's great parking down there as well. So this is something that I think a lot of people are now getting to understand the purpose of eradication, but also how we could maybe use these same skills to look at some of the other medical conditions out there that also could have devastating effects on people as they as as they get exposed. We don't want to have that happen. And we want to talk some more when we come right back about some of the other efforts and what can we do if we want to work on something that maybe will go beyond polio. Maybe we need to work on malaria. I know that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have donated a lot of money to try and help eradicate malaria. Something else that maybe we've got to take a look 
look at, there's some exciting developments in that area as well. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, and you're listening to The Body Show. When we come back, we're going to talk some more about the Rotary Polio Eradication Events and also World Polio Eradication Day. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here in the studio with Dr. James Hamm from Straub Medical Center. He is a proud Rotarian. Dr. Richard Corson, another proud Rotarian. And Josh Laguana, a proud Rotarian, all of whom are really working hard locally in our community to try and help with World Polio Day. That's coming up October 24th. And we want to eradicate polio. There are still outbreaks that are happening in Afghanistan and Pakistan. Also, Nigeria is another country where it may not be eradicated, although luckily they haven't had any recent outbreaks. And this is a disease that in the United States, we were able to eliminate the numbers of children who were getting polio to basically a level that is considered gone. It's not here anymore. But that's because of diligent efforts of doctors and nurses and parents and children to get vaccinated and to keep up those vaccination efforts. Dr. Corson highlighted earlier today that if we were to stop our eradication efforts today, within 10 years, there could be up to 200,000 children who would be affected by and infected by polio. So there are reasons why we are keeping up our efforts and reasons why it's so extremely important. Now, for those people, Dr. Ham, who may want to participate, maybe not necessarily in a Rotary Club, but they want to help with world polio eradication, there's some unique opportunities. And the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has some exciting ways that they have really committed a lot of their fortune to helping to improve the health of everyone worldwide. What sort of opportunities are there? Well, uh, you know, as Dr. Corson mentioned, um, you know, Rotary isn't doing this by themselves. They're actually, you know, just in true fashion with their clubs partnering up. They're partnering with also other international organizations, and specifically the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, as well as World Health Organization, UNICEF, et cetera. But, you know, I think, you know, maybe Rich could give me a little more details about it, but I believe there is actually a, like a two-to-one match specifically that for every dollar that Rotary Rotarians fundraise, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation will actually provide $2. So Absolutely. that's like the best investment I've ever heard that of. That is an incredible investment. And you know if Bill and Melinda Gates are going to put up that kind of money, they certainly do firmly believe that it can be accomplished because they're not going to just put the money up and, uh, oops, it's not going to happen. It will happen. So, so far, Rotarians have contributed more than $1.8 billion towards the eradication of world polio. And as of uh, 1980, let's see, 1988, yes, when uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation joined in, uh, that then that became three to one. So now Rotary puts up $50 million every year to get matched by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation $250 million. So $300 million a year is going towards polio eradication just from Rotary International. 
Of course, there's other organizations like Dr. Ham just mentioned that also contribute both manpower and money and governments. Many governments throughout the world are contributing to this also. So there is a huge amount of money going towards this, but we're learning so much. We're getting so much from this that we're going to use in the future to take care of other health issues throughout the world, not just diseases, but ways to prevent diseases through, as we talked about before, clean water, sanitation issues, helping people be mobilized, those people who can't get to school because they don't have any mobility, no way to go to school, other issues. It's going to help to raise the level of education of people and the health of the world. It just sounds like we have decided that there's the ability to do it. We clearly have the willingness to do it. And now we just have to figure out how to create the mechanism to get this done. Because it sounds like with the dollar amount, we should be able to figure this out. But it's the logistics. And there's always going to be issues about reaching people in different remote locations or helping them to realize that, you know, this is a vaccination that is not anything other than helping to promote their own health. When when you think about the final steps, do you have any, I'd be curious to hear from all of you, what is your projection on when you think we will finally be able to declare the world eradicated from polio? That's a really good question because 2000 was a year that was earmarked. That was a year we were going to close it out. Well, it didn't happen, of course, because it's so so challenging. As one Rotarian from the Rotary International Program said, while there are only 33 cases of wild polio viruses reported in 2018, the last mile of eradication has proven to be the most difficult. Barriers to eradication like weak health care systems, insecurity in mobile uh, and remote populations, those must be overcome. So as long as a single child has polio, all children are at risk we will accomplish it. So take a stab at a goal. I mean, the wishful thing would be 2019, maybe 2020. But realistically, knowing how difficult it's been, do you think we can achieve this in the next five years, in our lifetime? What sort of effort do you think we're going to need to put out to have this happen? And I'm asking for a completely, this is not a scientific poll. This is just your (laughs) Personal thoughts on when do you think this can happen, Josh? So last year there was only 33 new cases, I believe. And so I think in about 15 years we'll okay. see no more cases. 15 from Josh. Dr. Corson. I'll tell you, I really hate to venture a guess because I, I saw what happened in the year 2000 came and went. And so I'm really hesitant to do that. But I'm not hesitant to tell you that it will happen. And it will happen within our lifetime. All right. I'll take that because I want to still be around to see it. Dr. Ham. I'm going with, I'm going with 16 years, Josh. <laughs> oh, I feel like we're on the prices, right? Exactly. Let's put some money on it. <laughs> okay. So you're going just $1 above, one year beyond. That's a fabulous guess. Okay. So this is certainly an exciting event. You mentioned that October 24 is World Polio Day, and again, I'm just going to throw in that word eradication completely uh, on my own and going rogue. And if people want to hear more about some of the events, is there a place they can go to? Yes. So they can visit uh, the Rotary Hickam Pearl Harbor 
Facebook page. There's an event over there for Rotoroki, as well as you can find our event on Eventbrite. And the Eventbrite website is actually Rotoroki, R-O-T-A-R-O-K-E dot Eventbrite dot com. Okay. Is there a phone number that they could call somebody to get more information for those folks who still like the phone? That I am not sure that we have set up that up, but okay. Facebook is Facebook um, is the way to do the it. Way. So call your friend who has Facebook, take a look. You'll be able to get some information. That is right. All right. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining me today on The Body Show and also for all the extreme commitment that all of you have shown through your various Rotary Clubs, but also through your own personal desire to help the world to eradicate this virus that although we may not have seen it in our lifetimes and seen the people affected by it, There are people out there who are being affected even today, and that's something we definitely want to make sure that we can help secure for all children that are born anywhere in the world the opportunity to know that they will not be infected by polio, which needs to be eradicated throughout the entire entire global community. I want to thank all of you for sharing your expertise expertise with us today. Our engineer is David Chong. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. You can click on hawaiipublicradio.org to hear more. We'll see you next week.